Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of No Credentials Required. We are brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Before we get into things, I just want to remind you to Go to our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram. It's BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. And on YouTube, I'm starting to put videos up, so you might want to check in. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. That way you know when videos come up. Uh, I dropped a couple of videos this weekend. I dropped a clip from episode 52 with my interview with Eric Arditi from Barstool Sports. And I also dropped a clip of the Firewolves. All the fire, almost all the Firewolves goals that were scored this this past Saturday against the Saskatchewan Rush. We're going to go ahead and get into that in just another moment or two. Also, I just want to remind you also to go ahead and like, share, subscribe on any podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, Amazon Music, iTunes. I'm sorry, iHeartRadio. Anywhere you find podcasts, leave a review too, because I might even read it on the air. And now Spotify has a has a rating system. You can go to Spotify on your app. Go ahead and click on the rating. Leave five stars. It's preferred. That way we get more. No- this show gets more notice and you can help. This is a grassroots effort to get some get no credentials required on the map in terms of podcasts in 2022. So I've made it kind of my goal to kind of bump up the production of the podcast 
try to bring in more interviews and such. And also just increase, I increase this two times a week. Unfortunately, right now it's a little bit, bit of a bumpy road getting to one a week, but I have a pretty cool announcement next week's episode. I'm recording. Actually, I'm actually recording the episode this coming Friday afternoon after work. I'll be interviewing Jeff Reinbold. If you don't know who Jeff Reinbold is, Jeff Reinbold is a, he has been a, a coach for five decades which is insane. And he's still coaching right now as of, the, as of this moment. He was actually just hired by the Montreal, Montreal Alouettes as a special teams coach. But listen to this resume. Start off in 1981 with Western Montana College as a quarterbacks and wide receivers coach. He's coached at Dartmouth, Montana, Pennsylvania, Rocky Mountain College, New Mexico, went to the CFL in 1991, coached in BC, Las Vegas, Edmonton, they went to the Rhine Fire of the of uh, NFL Europe. He was a head coach for the Rhine Fire. Then he went back to the CFL for for two seasons. Stopped coaching for a bit. Went to went to Louisiana Tech as a special teams coach. Then he was a defensive defensive line coach with the, with Hawaii from 2006 2007. It's, he's got an extensive resume. Go check out his his uh, Wikipedia. You'll see every single coaching job he's ever had. And it spans five decades, and it's and it's a ridiculous amount of years that he's coached. I'm gonna dig into his history, dig into his 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 coaching days. How he made the transition from player to coach. How he just been basically everywhere, all around North America, and even in Europe. And and also he's a he's been he's been a he's been a uh, NFL analyst for Sky Sports in Britain over the last fifteen years. So. We'll get into that as well, how he kind of how he got into that job and what he did. And we'll go from and we'll take it from there. So next week, Wednesday, episode dropping Wednesday, and it'll be there. I'm also going to introduce not going to be able to introduce streaming back. But what I'm doing is that I'm recording my interviews and I'm going to post them on Tiki Live. And Tiki Live is a uh, is a brand new media, a media channel. Uh, it's host, it's it's run by Fox D, who is the who does uh, cryptocurrency, but they're also diving into sports media, diving into media overall. They break down the broadcast movies. They're going to be broadcasting belly up sports shows, so you can catch some of the belly up sports lineup. I'm going to be posting regularly every week. Uh, oh, Crunchers Acquire! I'll broadcast. What I'll do is I'll tape my interview, record my interviews, I'll edit them. And I'll post them to Tiki Live. I don't know when I'm going to put my show in the air. It'll probably be early, at, late afternoon, probably around the time people get home from work. But it's an exciting opportunity for this for Belly Up Sports to grow. And uh, we also got some stuff coming on the pike for Godzilla Media as well in 2022. So next month we'll be in, we'll be announcing some pretty cool things next month with Godzilla Media locally in the Mighty Five One Eight area code. So stay tuned. Yeah, follow follow us on follow us on social media on the social media channels. That way you get to know when big things are coming on the pipe for both Belly Up Sports and Godzilla Media. All right, so let's dig into this week's episode. We're going to start off with the mighty five one eight sports beat. I'm going to tell you about the Albany Firewolves ten five win over the Saskatchewan Rush this past Saturday. It was a pretty it's a pretty low scoring game. I was kind of surprised, but I think, I think the things went according to plan in regards to the firewolves. They wanted to considering how they got beaten up 
in the first game, in the first home game, uh, they really wanted to, uh, they really wanted to showcase their skills and showcase their game and just prove to the crowd and to people at home that this was not the, the team you saw on December 18th is not the same team that played on Saturday night. And they proved it. And they proved they had a, they, they scored a 10, five win over one of the best teams in the leagues, the Saskatchewan rush. So right now the firewolves are one and two in the East division. They're sitting in seventh place, but hopefully they'll get, they'll get things going. Look at the game going. So let's talk about the game itself. Starting in the first, we had two goals starting the first, first quarter, two goals in the first minute scored only 27 seconds apart. Jackson Nishimura started off things off only 12 seconds into the game. Then Joe Rissatarts, he scored with 39 seconds remaining, scored, scored 39 seconds into the first quarter to give the Firewolves a 2-0 lead. Riley O'Connor added to that lead at the 6-10 mark with his second goal of the season. And then the Saskatchewan got on the board on the power play with 125 remaining in the quarter with Dan Lintner's power play goal, his fourth of the season. Go to the second quarter, right out of the penalty box, uh, Ryan Benish scored his first goal, as fourth goal of the season, his first as an Albany Firewolf. He was a he was traded during the Christmas break, and he was added to the team. He contributed immediately with his first goal, right out of the penalty box on a breakaway to give the Firewolves a 4-1 lead. Saskatchewan would, would rally, though. Saskatchewan would rally. With th- with two goals in the second quarter, just two minutes apart. Yeah, Mark Matthews score his sixth goal of the year at, at the two fifty five mark of the second quarter, and then at the four fifty five mark, you had Robert Church score the first of his hat trick goals in the game. That's the way the first half ended. It ended four three in favor of the Firewolves. Go to the third quarter, and Church trick again. Church got his second goal of the game at the 7-12 mark to tie the score. And then right after that, around two minutes and 25 seconds later, Andrew Q got on the board with a sixth of the sixth goal of the season to get the Firewolves a lead. And then eight seconds later, off the faceoff, Joe Nardella with a leaping, with a diving goal to give the Firewolves, put the Firewolves in front permanently with a 6-4 lead. Church would add his third of the game on the power play at the 12-18 mark of the third quarter. That's as close as the rush got because in the fourth quarter, the Firewolves scored five or four unanswered goals, starting with Benish. Uh, Benesh got his fifth goal of the season from Jacob Ruway at 442. Just a little less than two minutes later, Jetretsataris got his fifth goal of the year from Colton Watkinson and Matt Byrne. Andrew Q added a power play goal assisted by Tony Malcolm as an empty netter at the 13-21 mark. And then the Firewolves were awarded a penalty shot. And it was taken in by Tanner Thompson. He scored his first goal of the year on the penalty shot, went right past Adam Shute. And that was the game, 10-5 in favor of the Firewolves. So I got a chance, we got a chance to do some interviews, some post-game interviews following the game. Uh, Here's a clip. Here's a, a clip from Glenn Clark. He was very excited to have the first win in uh, Albany team history uh, to remember this team moved uh, relocated from New England where they were the Black Wolves and they became the Fire Wolves so here's a here's the sound here's a couple of questions I asked coach Glenn Clark and he answered them both uh, very enthusiastically and this is what he had to say after the game coach can we talk about the defensive and goaltending effort much better outcome this yeah. time 
what, what were some things you talked about during the break and during practice this week? Well, I mean, we'll be honest, two big things was getting Brett Manny and Adam Bomberry back on the defensive end. I mean, you know, your, your personnel definitely helps. And, and the, the two things, I mean, one, they're obviously great players, but two, they're, they're big bodies. They're big men, which help banging bodies. We got pushed around a little bit, pushed off some picks earlier on. Um, and, you know, they're just good sticks and lanes. You can see how many times Adam knocked the ball down, picked the ball off. Brett picked that one off and started that nice transition goal that kind of gave us some separation. So, you know, we, we, play, we play a system that allows Dougie to have some predictable uh, shots. And it was just, it's easier when you get those guys back in the lineup. Was having those two early goals getting the crowd fired up in the game, was that a big help to your team? It is because we've been chasing it the first two games and, you know, as much as you talk about staying consistent, I mean, it's easier when you're ahead. You know, when, when you get behind and when you're trailing, you know, the, the tendency is you start looking for some shortcuts and start, you know, cheating the floor a little bit. Uh, but when you get up early and generate some momentum, you kind of, you feel like it's working, you understand, and you don't worry about those, you know, hiccup moments where you're trying to do too much. All right, so that was Glenn Clark. I also had a chance to ask a couple of the player, a few of the players after the game. I, we got some sound clips from from Doug Jamison, the goaltender. He had a much improved outing. He had 31 saves on 36 shots, a much better output in terms of goals allowed this past time. Talked to Joe Nardella, talked about his goal, talked about the the importance of getting face offs, the face off wins. We also talked to Ryan Benish, who was in. His first game as an Albany Firewolf got things going on the scoreboard with two goals of his own. Then finally, we'll hear from Joe Resetaritz. We'll talk about the impact the offense had on this game. What were some of the things that you talked with over your defense with your defense uh, in the week about trying to stop this uh, stop this attack? Um, I think we're we're trying to pressure more. We I think our defense is built to be active and fast and kind of on hands and bug them. And I think we did that really well tonight. And that was that was like the main thing. And then. It just it all it all builds after you know you get a couple stops like I said. Coach Clark said it was it was an important win to just kind of get momentum going. How big is it? And what's what's your feeling in the locker room tonight, right now after this game? Yeah, I mean I think it's a real weight lifted off our shoulders. Like Doug was saying, that's one of the teams that's a measuring stick in this league for culture and success and winning. And uh, you know we that that needs to be the benchmark for us every single week we're out there. And I think tonight showed us what we're really capable of, and that needs to be the expectation and the standard going forward. Talked about what they did, what you guys did defensively. What about offensively? What are some things you could that you, know, you, you, honestly, you talked about? Uh, I thought we played very unselfish, to be honest. Um, the ball moved, our feet were moving, uh, and that's the kind of offense that, that wins games, right? When you can get a defense kind of running around uh, and not being able to set their feet and get into their rhythm, it makes it easy for us to, to play offense and to get some good looks on the net. And obviously, uh, you know, we had some, we had a lot of chances that didn't go in. We had hit a lot of posts. So, you know, if we would have buried those, just think of the score, right? We would have been up by uh, at least 10. The first two, you get two goals in the first minute of the game. Get the crowd pumped up, get a minute. How important is it to get the crowd in it early? Yeah, so that's, early. that's huge. I mean, that's especially what happened last week. You know, we owed it to them, you know, to come out and finally to win here. And, um, you know, that's not, you know, we knew deep down that it was not us last week. You know, those games are going to happen. It's just how you react and get better. How um, you build yourself off those type of things, and we did that well tonight. 
All right, so that's your. Those are from the year from the players right there. I uh, just want to talk about the attendance real quick, and you know, it's kind of a bugaboo with some of us here, <laughs> uh, here at uh, uh, at least on the Godzilla Media side, we get a little gill rankled. Uh, if you have some time, go ahead and after this episode, after listening to this episode, of course, go back to listen to the Vacuum Gods from the tw- at minute twenty four on the December nineteenth episode. They talk about how our media gets a little bit tied up in the attendance i saw i saw on the uh on the box score we had 4651 at net what is now called the mvp arena it was times union center as of january 1st it changed to mvp arena mvp is a uh, is a is a healthcare insurance company here in the upstate new york area and we we talked about that a little bit but i i'm i i have a feeling I have a theory as to why we're having low attendance and it could be at whether it be at the Albany Firewolves or the Adirondack Thunder or even Siena RPI. I know, I know students are, only students are allowed to be in attendance at hockey games, but I would, but the reason I think the reason why people are staying away is because of COVID. I think these restrictions and you know, I'm you're saying, oh Ryan, you're getting political here. No, no, no. Hear me out. It's not just political. I'm being apolitical here, and I think I speak for pretty much everyone who wants to be at a live event in the Albany area during the winter, whether it be one of these events like Firewolves or the Thunder or you know, Siena, Col- Siena College men's college basketball or women's college basketball. Anybody who wants, to, and th- this is a requirement by the county, by Albany County, and I think this is what people, what's people, this is what is keeping people at home from watching the game. Now, I could watch it at on home, at home if they have an ESPN, ESPN Plus subscription, they can watch the game there. That's what I did my first, the, the, for the first two games of the season, the first home game, I couldn't be there because I had, co- unfortunately, I had COVID, so I couldn't attend. But these restrictions of, Everybody's got to wear a mask everywhere and you got to bring in proof of vaccination or you got to bring in a, a, a test 72 at, from the past 72 hours if you're unvaccinated and to prove that you don't have COVID. At this rate, why even bother with all these restrictions? Let the people in. Let the people in. Everybody's going to everybody's gonna get this virus. <laughs> Went from players to people in the crowd to the dance team to the promotions team. Everyone's everyone's gonna get this 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 variant. I had it. People in my family have had it. It sucks. It goes away in a few days, though. Uh, for some of us, it goes away in a few days. For other others, it might last a little bit longer. But why you put it? Why is the county putting so much restriction on on what people have to do? in the arena to get into the arena. And I think that's what's scaring people from that's what's scaring people from attending games. The, the, the box score says 4,600, uh, 4,651. And for Saturday night in mid October in mid, you know, the beginning of January for a hockey game in the area. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be pretty good uh, for the Albany devils or the Albany river rats. That'd be a great attendance, but for a, a league, for a team that has tried to put on a good product in the first two games, in the first two games, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a struggle. And any kind of, you know, the NLL has been around for a long time. They canceled their 2020 and 2021 seasons. 
it's been they haven't really played since up until a couple weeks ago they didn't play since uh since february march 2020 so for a league that absolutely has to play every game because they're a smaller league uh, even though they got a big tv deal with espn it's just uh they gotta play games you gotta let people in the into the stands you, you regardless of whether they're vaccinated or not then you're saying oh ryan you're posing a danger no, i'm not posing a danger i think like i said everybody's getting this virus everybody's getting this variant i don't care who you are you gotta let people in no restrictions or as i say no credentials required <laughs> but no restriction because it's people it's keeping people from seeing your product and again you can see it on tv but to see a lot of the live experience at the arena getting being loud being in front of a crowd being there at the game seeing it live that's how you bring in fans and when the county and the state are saying you have to have proof, have to have proof of vaccination, and you have to wear a mask wherever you go in, in the arena, whether you're sitting down or standing up, that's going to keep that's going to keep people from going to the games and experiencing the games and grabbing new fans. So, uh, unfortunately, I think what people are going to see is the attendance and say, "Oh, nobody's interested." I guess I'm not interested either. And that's the one thing I want to change. That's the one thing I desperately want to change and get more listeners to be involved in their local communities because I feel so passionate about people supporting their local teams, no matter what league it is, because that gives civil that gives civic pride to the area and it gives people something to do on a Saturday night. I mean, come on, for crying out loud, next game, they'll have dollar hot dogs. Again, they had dollar hot dogs this past week. <laughs> I mean, what could get your kid a ticket, take him to a game. Feed him a couple hot, feed him her a couple hot dogs. They'll be happy. They'll see a game. They'll be fun, fun for the whole family. So go out and see a game. Now we'll move on to the Adirondack Thunder. They had three games this past weekend, all against the Maine Mariners. Every single game against the Maine Mariners started on Friday night, as they hosted the Mariners, went up losing three to two. They were up two one. Maine rallied back, got the three two win over the Thunder. But one thing, I totally did not realize this until I saw the clip on Twitter. Barstool Sports, Frank the Tank, and Coach Duggs made an appearance at the game. And <laughs> Frank the Tank did something so so rare that it defies imagination. You gotta go to the East, the the, the the Thunder's Twitter page. It's crazy. It's a crazy highlight. He, he, if you if you've played this at a hockey game or minor league hockey game before, you you know you know the game. You know the game where you gotta shoot a puck from the red line and the opposite blue line towards the goal, and they have that wooden wooden board that has a small hole cut in the bottom, and not only the Frank the Tank shoot it from the red line and get it in. He shot it from the opposite blue line and got it and, and made, and made the goal. He is an easy, he is an Adirondack Thunder legend. And yeah, I, if you're familiar with Barstool sports and you know who Frank, the tank and coach Doug's are, you get some wild and crazy gets, you know, obviously Barstool gets some wild and crazy guys. Frank the Tank, he's a Mets fan. I believe he's also a New Jersey Devils fan. And you see Coach Doug's in the uh, Florida State 
Florida State gear with the old school Bobby Bowden hat from the 1990s. You know who they, you know who they are if you follow Barstool Sports. So it was just an amazing thing to see, and I can't. Believe, I was so pissed at myself because I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't realize they were going to be in town until I saw the video, and I and Eric Garditi uh, from Barstool Sports, who was uh, on this program on episode fifty-two, three episodes ago, he retweeted. He, he quote tweeted it, and the goal from the he retweeted the goal from the Thunder's Twitter page. And I, I, I kicked myself because I wished I would have gone and saw that live and recorded it. And, and yeah, it, I'm kicking myself right now. So hopefully, so I'll try to pay more attention. I'll do my best to pay more attention to the, uh, to the Thunder events who they have as special guests uh, from now on. So hopefully I'll get to a game. So as for the game itself, the Thunder went up losing that game. 3-2. Shane Harper scored two goals in the first period as the Thunder took a 2-1 lead into the locker room. Maine scored two goals, one by Matthew Santos, the next by Nick Master, who whose goal in the second period at 11:39 mark was the game-winning goal. No more goals were scored after that. And Maine walks out and goes back to Maine with a 3-2 with a 3-2 victory only a handful of penalties were committed in this game by both teams uh main committed one two penalties and Rondek committed only one penalty pretty error-free game with the exception of the goal exception of the uh the the, the goal in the second period in the middle of the second period by master by nick master that was a deciding difference in the game as main walks away with a 3-2 win going back up to up to Maine at the Blue Cross Arena. And the next night, Adirondack Thunder get their revenge 5-2 to two, as the Thunder fell behind only 52 seconds into the game as Santos scored another goal to put the Maine Mariners up 1-0. And then the Mariners would take a 2-0 lead as Nate Callen scored at 239 in the second period, and that was all thunder from there. Jordan Kaplan scored a goal at 425, and then 49 seconds later, Shane Harper added his goal. And at 1054, Jake Rizek scored, and Robbie Payne scored the first of his two goals at the 1228 mark. He would add a, a, a second goal at the 1730 mark, of the third period that would seal a deal for the Adirondack Thunder. They got 20 shots on goal in the second period. And that included two power play goals. And that was by Rizek and Robbie Payne in a compared to the previous night, compared to the previous night, full of penalties, full of penalties. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Payne had a pain received a cross checking minor only 15 seconds in, which led to Mariners. The Mariners power play goal. You had two fights in the span of a minute and three seconds as Alexandra Carrier and, and Ian McKinnon for Maine got in a fight at 1025. Patrick Grasso and Jake Bricknell got in a fight. And then towards the end of the period, <laughs> we had one more fight. Very chippy affair. Jimmy Maza received five minutes for fighting and two minutes for cross-checking. And Mark Olivier Duquette also received five minutes for fighting. Crazy, crazy first period. That ended the first crazy first period. But Thunder got their revenge. 5-2 victory. And the empty net goal at 17-30. Sealed the deal for the Adirondack Thunder. And then we go to Sunday, where they would play again at Maine in an afternoon afternoon affair. Maine would walk away in this one, this one, four to one. Took an early, it took an, and then for the second straight night, took a, took a second, excuse me, the second straight afternoon, they took a one nothing lead very early, two thirty nine into the game. Pascal Labarge scored the first of his two goals at two thirty nine, added a goal in the second period. Patrick Shea would score at sixteen twenty eight in the third. Ryan Smith would prevent the Thunder from getting skunked at 1649. Then finally, Nick Master at 1935. He would add the empty net goal to seal a deal for the main Mariners. And just like the night before, very, very chippy, especially in the third period. <laughs> especially in the third period, we had one, two, three, four four players get called for misconducts for 10 minute misconducts in the second period or the third or the third period at 1628. Then finally in the last minute of the game, Ian McKinnon and Brennan St. Louis for the main Mariners and Jimmy Mazza, uh, Mazza all called for mis- for misconduct for 10 minute mis- misconduct. Crazy, crazy, crazy game. And that was your, that was your, Weekend of Adirondack Thunder. We'll have some, we have some, and we have some makeup games to announce. Uh, back in December 29th, they announced some, some schedule changes. February 22nd, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but it's worth repeating. On February 2nd, 22nd, Wednesday the 23rd, and I'm sorry, Tuesday, February 22nd, Wednesday, February 23rd. 
They will face Newfoundland. Those were the games rescheduled for from December 17th and 18th. And they'll take on Maine on Friday, February 29th. That was the game that was rescheduled from December 12th. They also announced further rescheduled change, scheduled changes. The game that was supposed to take place against the Trois-Rivières Lions on January 2nd was rescheduled to Thursday, January 27th at the Cool Insuring Arena. Any tickets that were bought for that night will be honored at this one. This particular At this particular one on January 27th, tickets are also on sale if you want to go and buy one. I'm like I said, I'm hoping to be there myself. I know I've said this before again and again and again, <laughs> but they, uh, but I'm hoping to make a, hoping to make a, a, a run up there. Uh, had a couple of, uh, had a couple of transactions over the past uh, couple of weeks or so. Matthias Cleveland, he returns to the Adirondack Thunder. And he returns to the lineup as a defenseman. He's just signed to a standard player contract on December 31st. They also acquired defenseman Kyle Thacker from the Cincinnati Cyclones for future considerations. That was on January 3rd. And then finally, they made one more signing on January 6th. Luke Stevens forward. He was signed to the st- as a standard, standard player contract on January 6th. He has spent He's, he's played four games with the Utica Comets this season and was assigned to Adirondack for one day on December 2nd, but now he is a full-time member of the team as of January the 3rd, or January the 6th, excuse me. So that'll do it for the Adirondack Thunder. And now we move on to the Albany Empire, who will start play, who will start practices in just a, just a handful of weeks, my friends. Just a handful of weeks they'll be, or well, rarely a handful of months. But they had one player, no, one notable player signing. Oh, and also they released a schedule for this this year, uh, so that will be. So I'll go over. I'll go over those. I'll go over those in just a second. But on uh, on Tuesday, or excuse me, on Monday. It's Tuesday as I record this. It ball me four degrees in upstate New York. Mike Fawful will return to the Empire. He was part of the lineup in 2018 when the Albany Empire returned. Up until Tommy Grady was signed, was assigned to the team, he was the start. He was projected to be the starting quarterback. He had no arena experience prior to that when he was at UCL and when he was a graduate of UCLA. But Mike Fawful returns as quarterback as one two quarterbacks for the Albany Empire. Uh, the other quarterback David Pendell is going to be a is David Pendell. It's going to be a very interesting training camp for sure. Uh, because with all the rule changes going on with the with the with the teams going to Ironman uh, of course quarterback is your one position that is uh, pretty much set on the offensive side of the ball as well as offensive specialist on uh, the defensive side of the ball you can have two two defensive specialists. Uh, according to these new rules. So it'll be interesting to see in training camp, which quarterback will, will prevail. Now, Fawful, after his time with the empire has been with the Jacksonville shark over Jacksonville sharks over the last couple of seasons. So it'd be interesting to see the transition from Jacksonville to Albany. Uh, Jacksonville is a very successful franchise as is the Albany empire who won 
the National Arena League Championship last year, as you know. So let's go over the schedule. The schedule was announced pretty recently. They'll have the banner raising on, I presume, they'll have a banner raising. I'll reach out to my buddy Jeff Levac about that. On April 23rd, when they take on the Jacksonville Sharks, which is turning into a pretty pretty dandy rivalry. Then the next week, or the week of a week off of a bye week, and on Saturday, May 7th, they will face the they'll travel to Orlando to face the Orlando Predators. Following week, they'll stay in Cal they'll stay in Florida, California, Florida, to face the Jacksonville Sharks. Following week, January 21st, May 21st, my God, May 21st, they'll be at home to the Carolina Cobras. On May 28th, which is Memorial Day weekend, they'll be at or the Orlando Predators. Then, then Sunday, June 5th, a Sunday game, which is interesting for the National Arena League. They'll be at home to face the Columbus Lions. This will be a this will be marked on both these teams' calendars as last year Columbus came to the then Times Union Center back in August and. Gave the Albany Empire a fight for their fight for their lives in the net in the National Arena League Championship, but Albany would wind up prevailing with a big victory and capturing their first NAL title. This was the this was the third year in a row that Columbus was in the championship game. So this will be a, this will be marked on the calendars for sure for both teams. Columbus will want to come to the MVP Arena and give Albany and take a steal a win from Albany. But again, with these new rules, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what the results are going to be. Following week, Saturday, it'll be a short, quick turnaround. Saturday, June 11th, they travel to San Antonio to fall, to take on the Gunslingers at the Alamo Dome. A really interesting venue. I believe this was the, it was the San Antonio Force. Yes, the San Antonio Force, who actually played at Hemisphere Arena in San Antonio for their one and only season back in 1992, they finished two and eight. Their only wins were against fellow expansion against fellow expansion team, Arizona and Dallas. So San Antonio is no stranger to arena football, at least one year, San Antonio, the, the gunslingers have spent most of their time in the, uh, spent most of their time in the American arena league, and I believe they also won the championship last year. They decided to go up a level to the National Arena League. They'll be hosting the Empire on June 11th. Moving on to Saturday, June 18th, Albany will be making their first appearance at the Greensboro Coliseum Complex to take on the Carolina Cobras. Sunday the, 20, Sunday the 26th, they're back at home to face the Orlando Predators. Have a bye week, and then Friday, June 7th, uh, June, July 8th, they're at Columbus, the Columbus Civic Center, the final two games of the regular season for the Albany Empire will be at home on July July 16th when they face the Jacksonville Sharks, and then they wrap up the regular season on July 23rd against the San Antonio Slingers. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games on the docket for the Albany Empire as they go into their second season in the National Arena League 2022 season. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to bringing you coverage, whether it be player interviews, coaches interviews, insights, written articles, having my buddy guys back on the on the show. We'll we'll cover the we'll be here to cover the empire once again. 
Let's do it for the Mighty Final Warning Sports Beat. We'll go into the Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about one of our friends at Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda. It's a new year with new goals. Start your new year right behind the wheel of a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits your budget and your New Year's resolutions. Stop into Mohawk Honda and check out the broad selection of pre-owned inventory. They are there to find the right make, model, and price point to fit your budget. Mohawk Honda's goal is to help you meet your goals. Let Louis the VIP man Morales, Jake Hot Sauce Doyle, Cars with Kern Swoboda, or Mark from Clifton Park Ellis Jr. connect you with the perfect deal. And right now is the perfect time to get top dollar for your trading with the Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. Same day, check in hand, the day you trade in your vehicle. Just ask for Brian, buy with BMAC McKenna, Mike Bennis, Nicole Oser, or Cam. Let's do a deal McKenna. Again, all of their sales and leasing consultants will make your New Year's automotive goals their top priority. Start the new year right with just the right deal at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. All right, we're going to move on to the Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view. And we're going to start with the New, Jer- New Jersey Devils. Talk about three of their games from this past week. Uh, currently, they're on a another COVID hiatus. <laughs> another COVID hiatus. It's seven games this year that will need to be rescheduled. Three games this week were, have been postponed. And that includes yesterday's Monday night. That includes Monday's affair against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They have one scheduled game this coming Thursday against the New York Islanders, but I don't. I don't know if they're going to make it. And, uh, well, some of the injuries they and the uh, players in COVID, currently in COVID protocol, it's going to be interesting to see if they can dress enough players for this game. Now, Friday's game, we'll get to it in just a moment. Uh, but Tuesday, they went to Boston, gave the Bruins a fight, went up to the short end of the stick, 4-3. David Pasternak's goal in the third period sunk the Devils. And the Bruins added an empty net to an empty net goal to seal the deal. Thursday, they returned to the friendly confines of the Prudential Center, where they faced the Columbus Blue Jackets. Jesper Bratt scored the game-winning goal in the third period, and former Albany Devil Mackenzie Blackwood held on with uh, with with saves to help the Devils score their fourth win in five games. And Jack Hughes scored an empty net goal. He had three points on the night as he contributed to the 3-1 win against Columbus. And on Saturday night, they faced the Columbus Blue Jackets. They only dressed 18 players. They had they they, they dressed, I believe they dressed only 11 forwards and 7 defensemen. And it was a crazy time because they had you know, a bunch of injuries, a bunch of guys under COVID protocol. And after that game, was, that included Yanni Kuokinen and Damon Severson and give full credit to Damon Severson, another former Albany Devil. He's having a pretty good year. He's having a pretty good year for the Devils uh, stepping up, helping contribute to the team. But unfortunately, he uh, was put into COVID protocol and currently the Devils have, I believe they have eight, seven or eight players who are currently in COVID protocol. So it's uh, getting none on the wire for Thursday's game against the Islanders. And if they can't play in this game on Thursday against the Islanders, they'll be traveling, really just traveling across the street over to the uh, UBS arena on Long Island 
But the Devils can't make Thursday's game. It's a 7.30 game. If they have too many players in COVID protocol, we're at the postpone that game. And two more games of theirs were also postponed because of provincial restrictions with arenas, Montreal and Toronto. They're supposed to play on Saturday in Montreal and Sun and Monday, excuse me, in Toronto. And those both games were postponed due to Canadian provincial restrictions in terms of play at NHL arenas. And it's getting kind of, I mean, we, we think I mean, living in New York, we think our restrictions are crazy. Canada's restrictions are even, even crazier. Like they're basically on full lockdown up there from what I understand, except for a couple, a handful of provinces, but the majority of the Canadian, the majority of the teams in, in or Canadian franchises, they're, they're getting set to lose a lot of money this year because they can't play in their arenas. They can only play in American arenas right now, which is sad because obviously with Omicron, you want to keep as many people safe as possible. But at the same time, the best way to keep your people safe is to keep them free. And again, sorry, I'm getting political here, <laughs> uh, especially with COVID and COVID is very divisive. But again, if you want your citizens to be healthy, let them be free. Let them roam about the place. Be safe. Be responsible. Be careful, not fearful, which is what we're unfortunately being bred to be right now. We're bred to be fearful, not careful. But anyway, getting back to the New Jersey Devils. Two more games postponed. Three, actually, three altogether were postponed. So make the game against the Islanders on Thursday. Their next game won't be until January 19th, which is an at, which is a game at home against Arizona. So times are... Interesting times for the New Jersey Devils right now in terms of COVID protocols and injuries starting to mount up. And I actually wrote an article about that on bellyupsports.com. If you go to bellyupsports.com, you can search my article uh, about the New Jersey Devils injuries and COVID protocols starting to mount up, which is kind of unfortunate. But this is a time of year when injuries kind of start to mount up at the most important time as the, as the teams are starting to go into a playoff run. All right, so we'll go to... I'm going to do a short time uh, in regards to the uh, New York Jets because I've got another special announcement and I'm going to do a recording on Monday, which will also be released that same week. So you're going to not only get one or two, you're going to get three episodes next week of No Credentials Required. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Three No Credentials Required episodes. So you get the drop in, you're going to get interview with Jeff Reinbold, and you're going to get a New York Jets roundtable discussion with my buddies, my friend Dan Goldstein, who was my co-host when we were together with Downtown Jets. We'll also introduce you to Kyle Rigney, who is with Godzilla Media. He is co-host of the Trav and Rigney show, and they do not only do, they not only do sports, but they also do pop culture, movies, television shows, video games. They also have a beer. They also had their beer Olympics back in the summer. So very fun podcast. I'm going to have these guys on. We're all, all three of us are lifelong New York Jets fans. We're going to talk about the state of the team. We're going to do a review of the 2021 season. And we're going to do our, what, what we think is should happen. What we think is going to happen for the 2022 season as training camp is only, only about eight months away. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry about uh, training camp starts about um, six and a half months away. So preseason, preseason 
get the preseason going on. They get three preseason games. Got training camp coming up. Got the draft coming up. New York Jets are on the clock at number five and number ten. Thanks very much, Jamal Adams. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with the Jamal, uh, the, that trade, interesting uh, with that trade. The Seattle Seahawks were give up two of their first round picks, and one of them turned out to be Elijah Vera Tucker, who I and I will die on this hill. Deserves to be the rookie of the year at the New York Jets. Is my rookie of the year with the New York Jets. And it will also turn into a top 10 pick this year because Seattle was worse than expected. Seattle was worse than expected. I think part of it, I think most of it had to do with the fact that Russell Wilson was out for six weeks with a broken finger. Thanks, Geno Smith. <laughs> so uh, that turned into a top 10 pick. And I believe the first in the first 69 selections, they have five picks. Five picks in the first 69. They have two in the first round, two in the second round. And they have the 69th pick in the draft, which is the third round pick. So I watched I watched yesterday's press conference, end of year press conference with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. They seem very, very optimistic about some of the guys on the team. I'm hoping and praying that none of these 2020 guys from the draft turn into busts. But I'm hoping that Makai Becton returns healthier next year. I'm hoping Denzel Mims turns his game around. Uh, I think I, I, be, I believe Joe and Joe Douglas and Coach Sala iterated that they haven't given up given up on either of them, which is a good thing. You don't want to give up. You don't want to give up on players you invested so much in. And I know this this was a difficult year for Mims starting off before training camp, but he got food poisoning, and he just. And he has his game hasn't translated to this system, but hopefully during the off season, he'll get to work with some of the receivers, get to work with Elijah Moore, get to work with Zach Mil- Zach Wilson, get to work with some of the receivers, and get down to business. And let's do that. Let's do our thing for 2022. All right. Before we end this episode, we're gonna have a quick announcement on the Belly Up Sports side from Manscaped. Roses are red, violets are blue, but don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com today. Alright folks, that's going to do it for this episode of No Credentials Required. So I remind you to go to our social media pages on Twitter and Instagram, BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR and on YouTube. Search No Credentials Required, hit subscribe, hit notification, starting to put up more videos as I promised this past uh, in this uh, as one of my new year's 
that was one of my new year's intentions not resolutions intentions to put up more video on the youtube page so go ahead go to go to youtube's youtube search no, no credentials required hit the notification bell hit the subscribe button that way you know when new videos are released also I remind you about our bonfire store one way to support the show other than buying coffee from our friends at invader coffee go to the affiliate link on top of the twitter page buy a shirt on bonfire uh, we have a couple campaigns one of those campaigns uh, is for a charity called no shave november where money goes to cancer research there's also uh, the regular shirts both men's and women's and hoodies it's very cold outside folks as i record this it is three degrees fahrenheit in upstate new york buy yourself a hoodie keep warm this winter with a no credentials required hoodie keep warm rep the show bonfire.com search no credentials required all of our campaigns are there so that will do it for this episode of no credentials required again i really want to thank you for listening it's been a longer than expected episode but um, i really do do appreciate you hanging in there i've been your host ryan mccarthy you've been listening to no credentials required again stay tuned next week three episodes not one not two three episodes next week get the drop in get the jets roundtable get the interview with jeff reinbold Thanks again for listening. I really do appreciate it. You've been listening to North Credentials Required. I've been your host, Brian McCarthy. Thank you for listening to the podcast where you don't need a press pass to talk about sports. We'll see you next time. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 